Welcome to the Unmasked Life Podcast, a podcast to help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential. And now your host, Matt Manny. Welcome to day number three with our mini-series, Faith for the Impossible. Welcome to day three, Losing Relationships. In this episode, we're going to continue on with this part one of Faith for the Impossible, where we talk about how to have faith when we're afraid to change. You can find this devotional in both a paperback and Kindle form on Amazon.com or ManyResources.com. You can as well find a 40 Days of Faith study guide for small group or personal study. Let's go ahead and jump in to our episode for today, Losing Relationships. The lights flickered and cast shadows off plastered walls. The smell of oil lamps burning accented the air as a soft breeze blew the chimes in a neighboring home's rooftop garden. The warm glow echoed the warmth of the voice that spoke soft and low. Just above a whisper, his words drew in the listeners reclining around the table. This was going to be a night like none other. It would be a night the twelve men would never forget, the Last Supper. In the room that night, a betrayer and denier dined and reclined. Peter and Judas schemed in their minds. We might think they listened little to all Jesus had to tell them before his brutal crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection. Both chose to abandon the one who called them friends. Judas betrayed, Peter denied. One Jesus released, one Jesus restored. Hurt people hurt people. Losing a friendship turns a heart quickly. Disappointment and unmet expectations turn friends of God into foes of God. Broken trust, unkept promises, and habitual neglect foster an unhealthy friendship. No matter what the circumstance was, losing a relationship causes even the most optimistic to question their choice in friendship and trust in God. Scientists report that the pain of a broken relationship, relational rejection, and toxic shame cause just as much pain as someone experiencing physical pain. There is a real felt pain in a person's heart. What's the natural response? Walls, isolation, hardening of the heart. The message sent and received is this. They hurt me once. I should have known better. I'll never let them hurt me again. The concluding pathology is... People are dangerous and can't be trusted. Enter the solid, hard soil. Jesus has a few things to teach us when it comes to reconciling a friendship. Some friends you release and some friends you restore. What's the first step? Step one, forgive them, not for their sake, but yours. Jesus forgave Peter. Jesus tells us to forgive others because God forgives us in Ephesians 4.32. And Jesus put the ball in Peter's court, though. He put the responsibility to respond on Peter. Jesus offered restoration, but Peter responded to Jesus' offer, and Peter was restored. For Judas, he took matters into his own hands. That is, Judas did. And even at the Last Supper, Jesus knowingly excused Judas from the supper, saying, What you're going to do, do it quickly. So how do you know who to restore and who to release? And step two, put the ball in their court. Do they want to restore the relationship? Offer to make things right with them. 
then wait for their response. If they're willing to ask forgiveness, seek to mend the relationship. If they aren't interested in restoring the relationship, you can have a clear conscience before God that you've done your best to make things right. Step three, rebuild trust in others with with time. You might not want to go on vacation with them, but over time, seek to rebuild trust with a person, especially if you're able to be in contact with them on a reoccurring basis. Forgive your spouse and rebuild trust with them. Forgive your boss, coworker, or employee. Rebuild trust with time. Paul encourages us to live peaceably with everyone, according to Romans 12, 18. You may not be able to regain the relational, relational connection you once had. You can retain your integrity, though, knowing that you don't have anything between you and someone else. Step four, regain trust within by trusting again. Relationships are messy. Life is messy. Situations are complicated. That's why we need Jesus. Only Jesus can heal our broken heart. We may not want to take the time to trust others again, but if we don't do that, we've gone from being hurt to hard-hearted. To trust is to love. If we shut ourselves off from trusting others, we can't love others. We can't obey Jesus' command to love others as he loves us. We not only stop others from loving us, but we also stop loving them ourselves. We train our mind to distrust. A life without love is a bankrupted life. In terms of Jesus' soil parable, our lives are fallow ground and good for nothing. Of the four soils, only the hard soil is impacted by Satan. While we might think we have complete control, we've actually lost all control. And Satan now has a foothold and steals any chance of allowing the word of God to take root and produce fruit in our lives for him. How can you replace bad memories of past relationships? Create new memories with healthy relationships. Ask Jesus to help you redeem your relationships. It may be a child who has grown and left the home, but you haven't talked to them in a while. Maybe it's a sibling whom you haven't spoken to for some time because things were left undone and were stung. John reminds us that we don't have to fear our relationships. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it's for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his, Jesus' perfect love, 1 John 4.18. No relationship can handle the natural expectations we put on it. We want love, respect, support, affection, affirmation, and loyalty from people. When we don't get it, we either ramp up our efforts or write them off. Jesus calls us to give to others the same thing we desperately want from them. But what about my need for love, respect, support, affection, affirmation, and loyalty? You've got that and so much more from God. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Jeremiah 31.3 The more you acknowledge how much God loves you, the more you will be able to give to others the same kind of love. It won't happen overnight, but in time, trust and love will fill your life and you will regain relationships once again. You can find the scripture reading for today in the Faith for the Impossible devotional, as well as follow-up questions for personal study. You can also find other resources, such as a journal that you can use with this study at manyresources.com. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Unmasked Life Podcast. 
Join us next time for more great content that will help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential.